This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast. I'm Dutch Dalton, joined as always by Kimmy Gubler. That's me. And we are recording at the A to B Studios at the Innovation Center in downtown Richmond, Indiana. Make sure you visit aftertwobeers.com. You can find links to our social media pages. You can buy some of our t-shirts if you're looking for last-minute stocking stuffers, Gibbler. Absolutely. And then make sure that while you're there, hit up our Patreon. Yes, it's an opportunity for you to help support the show and keep it going. We want to keep doing this as long as we can into the near future and hopefully the distant future. (laughs) (laughs) But at least the near future. So that would be a big help for us. Now... We are continuing our series where we're welcoming guests from Richmond, Indiana to be on the show. And as we've mentioned multiple times, if you have an interest in coming on the podcast, we'd love to have you. All you got to do is reach out to AJ via either aftertwobeers.com or go to our social media pages and send us a message and AJ can work with you to get you on the show. Now, this week's guest has been on our show before, which makes you kind of unique, which is there's very few people that come back <laughs> there for one sec. So we are welcoming back Mr. Jeremy Keene, owner of Route 40 Health and Wellness. The other thing that I want to make sure we do before we get started, AJ, do you have your seatbelt on? <laughs> I just want to make sure. See, we're a small business, and right now I can't provide health insurance to AJ and Gibbler. In the process of shutting the door, AJ, AJ did a tuck and roll out of her seat. Man down. <laughs> right. And then she looked like the little kid on the Christmas story that gets knocked down. And she was just, I can't get up. I can't get up. Give me seven or eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's lucky I didn't pee my pants. Right. <laughs> I'm at that phase of my life where it just happened. Right. If she was a turtle, she would have been done. <laughs> she looked like the Diagon Mario Brothers turtle. Just got swept out. <laughs> we are, are coming up quickly. Um, on the holidays. So when this releases, it will be just after Thanksgiving, and Christmas is just around the corner, or Hanukkah, or whatever you celebrate. Um, you know, we're all loving here. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to bring up a story with uh, Mr. Keen here, which is CBD oil and THC in many communities is becoming more prevalent than ever. Yeah. Now, you, like a lot of people at our age, especially in 2019, have a blended family. Uh, you are post-divorce and new marriage, Correct. which it doesn't make you odd. It makes you actually pretty common nowadays. So do you struggle at all with your in-laws or – this is putting you on the spot. No, I hope they no, don't listen. Okay, and it's the reason right. I'm bringing it up is what I'm starting to see more and more of are recipes that are including CBD or THC <laughs> in, in, the, in the food itself. And I'm sure it's because of family stresses. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I love my family. But I'd be more than happy to spike some gravy if it meant they would all <laughs> chill their asses out on Thanksgiving Day. So do you have people, or have you thought about like trying to like share some stories about how to chill the family out at Thanksgiving? No, but you just kind of made my mind go crazy with a little tryptophan and CBD, you know, the turkey thing. Oh, and, you know, it's kind of work out. That might be a coma. Somebody, <laughs> right? But no, actually, my in-laws—they're awesome. We, we—I mean, I've never had any issues. Yeah. And they're fun to be around. Oh, so you're the one? Yeah, yeah. When you're not so around, they're your like your parents yeah. are I'm an issue. One. Yep. Your family's the issue. Always, always. <laughs> How is the CBD business going? Because now I see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Does that make it more difficult for someone like you that makes the product yourself? No, not really. I think it gives us more opportunity, you know, to really niche and un- be unique instead of trying to be everything that, you know, a lot of retailers have to be. We can just, you know, provide a small variety of products for retailers to you know, to display. And Is the business so, still growing? And yeah. I don't mean yours specifically, but CBD. Yeah, CBD is going crazy. It's I think it's kind of like anything. It's going to take its... You know, it's going to take some time for it to, to get its big, 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 and it's out of control. It's the wild, wild west right now. It'll retract a little bit once things you know, kind of settle down. Oh, very cool. All right, Gibbler, it's time for arguably my favorite part of the week. 
Are we getting out the Winnebago? We are getting it out. Now we're going to have to roll it out. We're going to push it. <laughs> now I can either steer and you can push, or we I'm going get... to steer. I'll just <laughs> steer. I'm good. That's fine. Yeah, it's very noble of you. Very yes. noble. You're so welcome. we're we're rolling Good out choice. the Winnebago. We've got Mr. Jeremy Keene here with us. Jeremy, let's do a recap of where we're at with the Winnebago. Okay. And this is what we have so far. We've got shag carpeting on the walls. Yes. We've got multiple bumper stickers, including Goat Ropers Need Love Too <laughs> and Honk If You're Horny. Okay. <laughs> or my personal favorite, Ass Grass or Ass. Nobody rides for free. Okay. <laughs> We've got a little hula girl that was provided to us by Jason Wise, our, our guest last week. We've got a raccoon that's hang raccoon tail that's hanging from the antenna. Yes. We have fuzzy dice. We have some camo paint on just one side of it. Right. But not the other one. So we only want to so be half side? seen. Okay. Right. right. We're not real sure where the smell's coming from yet. It's probably but in there's that a shag smell. carpet. It's probably shag, yeah. right. You wouldn't want to use a black light. On the inside of this thing. Ew. No. <laughs> right? There's there's rust in the floorboard you can see to the road. I mean, this thing's <laughs> nice. Nice. you got to carry a hammer with you because a starter doesn't work very well. So you have <laughs> so to get out and bang. <laughs> <laughs> True story. My I had an 86 metallic brown S10, and that's how I had to start it. It was a stick. I had to learn to drive in a stick. We popped the clutch. All the time, oh, buddy. Yeah. If it didn't work that, yeah. I had to get out with a hammer and bang the starter at 16. <laughs> it's hard to look cool on a date when you got to open the tr- or open the hood and, and use a hammer to start your car. She's like, man, I really like how you use that hammer. Right. Because I didn't want to ask her to push. <laughs> you just so, asked me to push, asshole. Well, yeah, but I would, I would never date you. You're just, you're, just accelerating, you're just accelerating the dating process. You're just right. going to figure out how really cool she is. <laughs> if she's awesome, she'll get out and yeah. bang the starter. You know, good times and bad. Let's <laughs> just start with the bad. That's right. Let's just get that shit out of the way. Exactly. Let's go right to the end. Yep. <laughs> Let's just make sure this time she doesn't get half my shit. True. Very true. Very true. All right. So now we need your contribution. What it? What are you offering? What are you giving to the A to B gods? That's going to be added on this dirty ass A to B history Winnebago travel machine. Well, instead of trumping, because there is no way to trump that list, I'm going to try to selectively add to what's that's all we want. Something that's missing here, and let's go with a koozie that has been partied hard with, and yeah, maybe has a little AJ. Puke stain. Oh, <laughs> nice. There's there's a lot of opportunity. It's not a styrofoam cup yeah. this time. Right. No no cup. Right. This this Winnebago clearly has. We carry like plastic bags from grocery stores. <laughs> so when AJ has a projectile, she has something she can use. Now, I don't know why I'm even laughing. Right, because we were coming home from South Carolina, and Gibbler projectiled all the way down the side of a vehicle. We had to stop three. Stri- uh, this is a true story. <laughs> We had to stop three states later so I could wash it off because it was just too disgusting to see this chunks of shit. I, and I'm not even exaggerating. They were like dried hard. Nobody to... would go out that door because right. they didn't want to touch the handle. It looked like. Did you hide at the stoplights? No, I didn't care. I wouldn't drive. Well, actually, most of the time I was in the middle seat. There was like six of us or five of us in this van. and uh, But it looked like. You know olives? They have those stuffed olives with the pimentos in them. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. It looks like somebody had sucked out about five gallons of pimentos and threw on the side of this van, and they had stuck. And I had to use, like, the high-pressure washer to get these pimento things to break loose. I'm looking out the window going, I don't remember eating that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, that is the, the, the A to B history Winnebago. Now... We have something exciting this week. We're, we're bringing on a new sponsor, and we want to thank them. It's uh, talking about Jeremy being a reoccurring guest. This was a, a group of people that we went and hung out with, and it's the Cordial Cork, which oh, is on so uh, Northeast Street here in Richmond. It's a really cool place. You can go in, and they have, at the time, I think they had at least over 60 bottles of wine, different, yes. different types you could get. They do offer... Um, corking. So if you open a bottle and have it for dinner, they, you can take it home with you. It's a neat place, lots of really cool food, and it's in a really cool part of Richmond, which is our depot district. So if you're ever traveling through Richmond, uh, it's a cool place to stop. 
and there's lots of other cool places down there. So uh, make sure you check it out. So now it is time to fire up this Winnebago. Who's Let's got, do it. Who's got the hammer? Who's got the hammer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to jump in the A to B history wagon, and we're going to set the flux capacitor to late December 1952. Young right. guy, 29 years old. He's getting ready to set it on a trip. He's going on a work trip. And he writes a letter, and he gives some money to his mom. And he's got a baby that's due any day. And he's excited. But he's like, if I'm going to be gone, I'm going to be gone for about a week. i got to go north to do some work. And when I get back, if I don't make it, here's some information for the baby and some money to help you know, get things started. Okay. A few days into the trip, unfortunately, he's found deceased in his car on New Year's Day, 1953. At 29 years old, they believe it was from an apparent heart attack. And he's passed. And they bring him back home, and he's buried on January 4th, 1953. And on the morning of January 6th, this little baby girl was born. Now, the paternal grandmother was a lady named Lillian Stone. So this is the father's mom. And she asked the biological mother if she can adopt the baby. And the mother says, yeah, that's fine. You know, it happened when we were young. I wasn't married to your son. You know, you can adopt the baby. Now, it took her two years for the adoption to go through. And the biggest part was is that she was an older lady. And she had heart issues. So they weren't sure the state told them that you're really not that ideal of a candidate to be adopting a child. Right. Especially at your age and with your health issues. So at the time, the grandmother, as I mentioned, her name was Lillian, and she had another daughter. And her daughter's name was Irene. And so Irene told the state of Alabama. <laughs> Just, I didn't know whether I should break into song of Come On Irene or oh. if. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So anyways, all Irene says, if something happens to mom, we'll take the baby. We want to make sure that the baby stays in the family. So at two years old, this little girl is adopted finally to her grandmother. And she is given the name at that time of Catherine Yvonne. So this little girl, Catherine Yvonne, two weeks later after being adopted, Lillian, the grandmother, passes away. They have really crappy timing in this family. <laughs> they do, right? Crying out loud. And within days, Irene, her new sister, the grandmother's daughter, takes the baby to the state of Alabama and gives her up for adoption. What? After she said, I'll take care of the baby. I got it. Gives her up for adoption. So now this little two-year-old whose father has passed before she even got to meet him, the grandmother who was going to take care of her passed away, and her aunt who said, I will take care of this baby, gives her up for adoption. This has all happened with her first two years of her life. So she goes, and she lives with a family at a foster home named the Duprees. And the Duprees are watching her, and they wanted to adopt the baby, but they couldn't. And then she couldn't be adopted because her aunt, Irene, is suing her. Because now that the grandmother has passed, and technically she's adopted the little girl, it's her now her sister, and she doesn't want the baby to get any of the estate. What? Yes. Wow. So, because now what the mom... <laughs> right? So, she lies to the court, and then immediately takes her to, to court to sue. How do you sue a two-year-old? Oh, beauty of, of America right there, right? And she wins. Aunt Irene wins, and so this little girl gets nothing of the estate. But the beauty for her is that now she can be adopted by the Duprees. And she's raised by them all the way up through college. So her former life is now behind her, and she speaks nothing but positive vibes and positive remarks from, about the foster home, about the Duprees, and she becomes a freshman at the University of Alabama. So everything's awesome. going great for her. And one day, her family comes up to her, and they never came to visit. And it was just because they weren't big into the university culture. Right. They come and visit, and they said, we think we may know who your father is, and we just wanted to let you know. And if you ever want to find out, let us know. And that's the end of it for a while. And then, like, what a lot of adopted children do is she has an interest. She wants to find out who her parents were. Well, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So she finds her mother. And then she goes to find her father. And this was trouble because Irene had told the state, I want you to basically lock up all the information 
that connects this daughter, this girl, to the family. And so this little girl, now a young woman, hires a lawyer who she ends up marrying, by the way. They've been together for over 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they hire this lawyer, and they finally find a pre-birth paternity document that was signed by the mother and the father. And she said this was the greatest thing ever for two reasons. The first reason being she knew her parents' names now. Her mother's name was Bobby Jett. The second thing that was very important to her is that it proved that she was wanted because her father stated clearly in the document that if something happens, I want paternity of that child. The father's name is Hank Williams. Shut up. Yes. Wow. So there you go. Hank Williams is the father of this little girl, and it's just another really cool story that we're able to bring to you on After Two Beers, our A to B history segment. I love these history segments. I do, too. And I just wonder if, like, she grew up being a Hank Williams fan and was like, that's my dad. You know what? She spoke in Alabama. There's actually a YouTube video that you can go watch where she spoke for over 50 minutes. And she is, like, one of the nicest people ever. Because even with all the stuff she went through with her aunt, she never badmouths her aunt. She talks about how nice everybody was at the foster homes and the adoption places. And... I can say this, you know, obviously I've never met anyone with from that family, but she came out with a very positive and upbeat attitude. And that's kick-ass, because we that all is. get yeah, shit handed you, to you us. You never hear feel-good stories about that type of topic, you know, foster homes and, right. and all that. Never. That's always followed by how horrible my childhood was, you know. Right. So, no, it, it's, a, it's a very cool, cool deal. And uh, so if you get a chance, look up Jet Williams. We've got some stories that we thought would be kind of funny to go over. I'm ducking and everything. Died in the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Can I ask you, if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay, that's not good. <laughs> well, I just had got done feeding my chickens, watering them and stuff, and I walked back to my house there to get my phone so I could play a video game on it, told them they need to get out of that water, but say I didn't know he was getting eat up a bees, I thought he was just high. Welcome back to the After Two Beers podcast, we're ready for round two, we're going to go into our... Who do you work for, number two? Who does number two work for? We're going to talk about some news stories, but before we get there, we started something a few months ago that we want to bring back to the show. AJ is a big fan of craft beers, and it was something that... We've actually had listeners reach out to us and say, hey, why don't you bring back the craft beer sample thing? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So we are doing that again this week. And so congratulations, Mr. Keen. You're the you're the first <laughs> guest that comes on the show that gets to drink more than just pickle juice that has this moonshine is awesome. in it. awesome. Fireball. Right. Moon- pickle juice. Moonshine. Moonshine. Jeez. Right. And, and so, now a craft beer sample. And craft this is like the show that keeps on giving. No doubt. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm humbled know. to be even a part of this. <laughs> now you know why we need we need uh, Patreon sponsors, because <laughs> this shit's expensive. I'm surprised you haven't blown Patreon up yet. <laughs> you the said, beer companies, where's the sponsors here, right, guys? You, you yeah. said, uh, I'm surprised you haven't blown, and I was like, who? tell me who I got to. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get Patreon right. sponsors. I'm not bashful. Long. All right. So I'm going to hand the mic over to AJ. You're going to direct this ship for a second, dear. And you're going to walk us through this week's beer. All right. Everybody... Did you say she's directing the ship? Yes. Yeah. This is... That ship wrecked earlier. I was going to say, the same one that fell out of her chair. Yeah. We'll be everybody safe. crack it open. It was like on boats and hose. <laughs> All right, so what do we have here, AJ? Okay, so this week we have Rheingeist, which is out of Cincinnati, one of my favorite local breweries. I love them. Um, This time of year, I like to switch over to Stouts and Porters, which is going to be a heavier beer. So I find this to be like the perfect, like, cozy, cuddle-up kind of beer. So tonight we're drinking the Cafe Cafe Coffee Milk Stout, which is pretty full-bodied. Like I said, it's a little heavier uh, coffee, roasted malt. Smells amazing. uh, See, I'm not a coffee girl. Oh, I am. This is really good. And then it has uh, a little hint of chocolate on the finish. Oh, I'm in. You got me there. Okay. This tastes like Yoo-Hoo with some alcohol in it. Hey. It's pretty good. Now, help us out here, AJ. Uh, with the alcohol content, the IBUs, that kind of thing. Okay, so the ABV is going to be the alcohol by volume. 
This one about should be right road, about right? 6%. It is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, but porters and stouts are going to tend to have a little bit more of that alcohol by volume, so the ABV. As far as your IBUs, it's going to be IBU stands for International Bitter Units. So as far as porters and stouts, you want that to be a lower number because the higher the IBU, the higher it's going to have that bitter finish to it. So that's usually going to be your IPAs and your pale ales is where you're going to see the uh, the higher IBUs. Yep. And what's the IBU on this one? 25. I did 25. not even know what IBU was. Well, there you go. I didn't either. I learned something new on this the A2B the, show. This is awesome. This is oh, the my most... gosh. Just reading the back of this can makes me, like, I'm right there with you. It's like, I just want to be sitting around a warm, cozy, like, cozy fire. And it actually says this pillowy, silky, and aromatic coffee milk stout. This is like the Netflix and chill beer. <laughs> Disney Plus and Crush. Yep. You better take some home with you. Lifetime movie and a calf. Did you say? Did you just say lifetime movie? Oh, hey, yeah, it's we, Hallmark time. That's right. It's yeah. Hallmark. So this is perfect on, to cuddle up with the misses and watch yep. a little Hallmark and have well, a cozy, cuddly beer. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't care what holiday it is. Lifetime does not come on my television while I'm in the room. <laughs> Lifetime's normally like somebody's oh, dying. How, how, somebody's how a murderer and somebody's AJ? dying in Lifetime movies. Uh, Dutch does not care. He dominates the TV remote. Here, here's how all I well, need to know about Hallmark movies and the ABC family. I, this is a God's honest truth. I walked downstairs <laughs> into our basement the other day, and AJ's watching one of these these films, right? And it's Christmas. And I, there's two guys talking to each other. And I said, so let me guess. One of these guys came to the city and was going to start a business or he's trying to buy something. Fell in love with a girl, lives in this little town. She goes, no, let me stop you. One owns an inn there. Yeah, she goes. And the one guy's from the city. She goes, let me stop you. It's the woman that came to the city. <laughs> <laughs> So you nailed the script, just the wrong yeah, gender. Right. How how dare I? Because when it's not the holiday season, I watch the shows and I go, which one of the guys on here is the dick? <laughs> always one. There's and that's always the difference, one. Though. There is, that's the difference between Hallmark and Lifetime. Lifetime, somebody's dying. Right. I mean, there's murders. And, and it's a dude. Hallmark are always like, feel good. At the end, yes, at least, yeah. exactly. By the end, if not, I mean, right. there's a little trauma at the end where it's like, oh, but he's leaving because he was mad because you lied to him. But he coming back. He coming back. And here I am talking all this shit like I pay attention to all these movies, right? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> like can, you do. Yeah, I know enough to say Hallmark and Lifetime. <laughs> now, now, gentlemen, I'm going to give you a piece of advice that you can take to your graves, and you can also pass this down to your sons, and your nephews, and anyone else. If you happen to be watching one of these films with your significant other and you fall asleep, when you wake up, just say, what did he do this time? And they'll think you've been watching the whole time. <laughs> That's probably fitting. Or just say, time. this guy's a dick. And they're going to go, you get me. <laughs> As they wipe away a tear. Look at AJ. Uh, Look whatever. at Gibbler. She's pissed. That's some good advice. Right? That's what I'm here for. You just saved a couple guys night. Right. For sure. I'll tell you another piece of advice you should be giving young men today is learn the friend zone. It will save you a lot of money. <laughs> It'll save you a lot of heart. Enjoy the friend zone. <laughs> no, there's no enjoying it. Just get out of it and move on. The financial part's nice. This is a and I gotta ask you ladies this. This is we're going down a path, but this we, is fun we stuff. We are, aren't we? Now I've read and I don't know if this is true or not, that most women know within five seconds. The first time they meet a guy, if there's the potential for relations <laughs> later that evening. You can't tell me. Look at AJ. She's thinking about it. AJ, if some guy walks up with Snaggletooth, it's off. Right. That's the first thing I notice about someone is teeth, eyes, and smile. Right. So if one of those is jacked up. No. No. They, they got to be a three for three for you, AJ? Yep. Dang, man. Oh, damn. Right. Dang, that's tough. It's not right. like I want him to have a job, obviously. Oh! Yeah. Bazinga. Hey, when you get one, I'll get one. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I still think I'm paying the bills. Zing bond. Hey, the lights I on. got a job, and I'm the brokest one in this place. <laughs> well, the, the key hell? is to let the job fire you, and then they give you the severance. 
and then you get to just be. I only get it for three weeks. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah, I had a little better. Than you need that. a different right. business card title. I guess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just start putting senior in front of anything you yep. do, and it gets you 19 weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I love also is I'm no longer receiving benefits from this company. So now I feel like I can open the floodgates. I can say whatever I want, and they can't say nothing. Yeah, but I'm still associated with you, so please don't. I won't. Just for you. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about the ride? I'm going to get this back on track. Yeah, you know what? I so, like it. I love beer. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a coffee drinker. You know, obviously, I love me some... I like the, like the chocolatey taste, and, like, you know, it just... I was a little concerned with milk stout. I just wanted to make sure that this is... You're not got lactose in it. <laughs> Actually, it does. Oh damn! I have right. to say, this is we the first stout I've actually ever enjoyed. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, I've never done anything past that. You know. All right, AJ. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Rheingeist is a good one to start back with. They're based out of Cincinnati, so very close to us. As I am a diehard Dreads fan, yes. as is the Gibbler. And also, I love their cans. They're like, always so cool looking. Yeah. You know, it's like it, an old Astros jersey. You know what? You could make a living now if all you did was become a graphic design artist and just made beer cans. Mm. So you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to create a page on A to B that is exclusively dedicated to AJ. And we're going to start putting your beer reviews on there. You type them out. I'll throw them on there. And we can start featuring some of these beers. And you can include the alcohol content and the IBUs. And we can actually even put up a cheat sheet that will show you what all the different beer types yeah. are. And because I, I'm not an avid craft beer drinker. Mm. I grew up with natural light. Right. And then Milwaukee's Beast. Right. Yeah. I became sophisticated when I moved to the Bud Lights. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm feeling extra saucy, I might just have a Budweiser. <laughs> now, I do saucy, have, right? like, have you seen the new Budweiser cans that they're doing for the holidays? No. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I will put this. I, I will send you a link to this. But, yeah, Budweiser is, like, up in it where their cans look like some of the old steins that they used to have. Oh, that's it's cool. It's so cool. So if I, I'm a little extra tipsy this holiday season, it's because I've upped it to Budweiser. So Yeah. Budweiser Stein got you. The old diesel. The Steiner. All right. So now it's time to move on to the news segment. Gibble, you ready for some news? I'm ready for the news. Mr. Keene. I'm always ready for some news. All right. So our news segment is brought to you this week by Scaretti Pyrotechnics. Yeah, if you want to give them a call at 765-977-2757. The guy does awesome work. He did oh, our phenomenal. Walk of Fame event. He's done our Pumpkin Bash. He does a lot of the fireworks here locally. Now, the cool part about what Scraddy Pyrotechnics can do for you is they can customize it down to just your own personal level. Like, if you want to do a gender reveal and not kill Grandma, <laughs> like we talked about a few weeks ago, Scraddy Pyrotechnics is the guy to hire. And so you can, again, he's on Facebook uh, let me spell it for you because it's Scaretti. I've been friends with him for a lot of years, and I don't even know yes. how to spell it. It's, I wouldn't even attempt it. No, no. That's why I call him Scar Petty. It is S-C-A-R-R-E-T-T-E, Pyrotechnics. And again, the phone number is 765-977-2757. All right. So let's move on to our first story. Now, the first story isn't necessarily directed at the comedy angle that we typically go in, but it was something that I found interesting. Now, a few months ago, actually it may have been a year ago, we were in North Carolina, we were doing a recording, and one of the suggestions that I had come up with at that time, which I think is still a genius idea, and it was the time I was single, I said there needs to be a Yelp review for people. <laughs> so The man facts. Yeah, so when you go in, and vice versa, the woman facts. <laughs> Right. And because when you go into a relationship, you want to really want to know because most of the time it's easy to be somebody for 45 days. You know, we can all be undercover cops for 45 days, <laughs> but then you become a human being and then the reality comes in. And then, you know, I tell my kids all the time, if you really want to see the real human, see them at a time of peril, see them at a time Internet's of stress. down. Oh. You're in a traffic jam. Right. With no makeup. Oh, just whatever. You know, just ate a brand muffin, drank some coffee, and you're on a bridge, and there's traffic, and you're stuck, and, <laughs> you know, we got problems. So anyway, the other thing that I've, I've picked up on is, and I love the show, 
which now is on Disney Plus. I feel like Disney should send me a coupon now. But it's The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. It's on Disney. Plus. You can watch every season, every episode on Disney Plus. Really? Wow. Man, this is. Like I have the... Disney Plus, and I have wow. not like. Yeah, I got something in the mail, and I've gotten a couple emails and a couple social posts, but I did not know that Simpsons were on. You just need to come and hang out, just listen to the shit we're teaching each week. I'm just going to see if I can just come down and observe on recording. (laughs) Hey, we've got a couple extra chairs. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing right here and good beer. I mean, geez. So one of the things that's been said about the Simpsons is that they can tell the future. I've heard this. They've shown Donald Trump coming down the escalator as he was running for president, which exactly happened. All kinds of things. Hmm. Now, this Sunday, they did a Thanksgiving of horror, which I thought was hilarious. Horror? Horror. Okay. Yeah. So they do the uh, <laughs> Halloween of horror, not the horror. <laughs> I'm like, Sam Simpson right. is like really up in it, yeah. aren't they? Thanksgiving horror is when like one lady goes from one dinner to another dinner with another dinner. I was like, which aunt is this? <laughs> and she's like, I'm just here for the wishbone. <laughs> I'm here for the turkey, Nick. <laughs> he told me he was going to give me the giblets. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so this week there was an instance on the show where someone did something that was not socially approved. And on the screen, their social credit score pops up, and it lowers. Social credit score. Social credit score. It's kind of like what I was talking about with Yelp, and but it's it's real. A social credit score. Yeah, so off air, I showed you a video that Jim Jeffries had done on Comedy Central. It's a very pretty I, fantastic. Right, I, I'm a big yeah. fan. So if you get a chance, you can find it Great on YouTube. Video. And basically what's happening is in China in 2020, so we're talking six weeks. Right. They're starting a program where the, the government is going to monitor humans' social credit score. Now... <laughs> The way they do this, They're so screwed. Yeah, they really are. I'm glad this is right China. now. The way they do this is they have four billion cameras throughout the public, and so if you do anything, so the examples they used on Jim Jeffries' show was if you're out drunk in public, which means all of us are in trouble, yeah. right? <clears throat> if if you're riding on public transit and you take a seat, and there's an elderly woman that should be sitting down, and you didn't let her have the seat. So who are these people that are judging this, though? The government. Oh, God. Yes. So even just to make it that much more exciting, the government now is monitoring. Now, you think to yourself, well, what? that's what I do behind closed doors. They won't see. What about with Alexa? What about with Siri? Okay? So the idea is they monitor human beings now 24-7, Depending upon what you do, whether it's the language you use, maybe it's being mean to people, maybe if you have road rage and you fly the finger, this is all going to drop your credit score, just like your financial credit score. I'm not going to be able to get insured health-wise or with my auto. <laughs> well, and here's Life insurance, in trouble, they're like, look. yeah, screw right. you, kid. And here's the screwed up part. They're talking that this could be used to decide if you get jobs. If you get loans, if your kids can attend certain schools, and it's all based upon what you do, and the government gets to choose whether or not what you did was a bad thing or a good thing. Well, I mean, over there, the government kind of chooses what you do anyway, right? All you have to do, Giller, is figure out which bridge you're going to be under. No shit. (laughs) You get first dibs. Well, (laughs) there's lots of bridges. Uh, Here's the bad part. They're going to start utilizing this similar software in the United States, which is oh, unregulated. Now, they've already started it. Now, the biggest one you'll see on Facebook and, and some of those where you'll see people that post memes. Mm. We love memes yeah. on After Two Beers. Is where you'll be talking about something with your friends. And then a day later, it pops up That's on an it. advertisement. But the weirder part is when I don't even talk about it and I just like think it and then it comes up. Then I'm really like... My Maybe wife and I'm I just had that sleep. conversation the other day. She goes, do you think it's possible that that Google Home thing that you bought, like, listens into our conversation? Oh, hell yeah, it does. Because we didn't search for anything on the internet, and we started seeing retargeting ads everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And I was bring... like, we just talked about this last night, but I didn't search for it. Did you? It's, it's funny you bring this up, because just two weeks ago, I talked about on the show <laughs> if whether or not we could start a con- conspiracy theory 
and make it look real if, if we'd go viral. And the one I chose was I was sitting in my bedroom one night, laying in my bed, and my bedroom is right next to our living room. And I said something, and it sounded very similar to Alexa. And now I have an Alexa that sits next to me in bed, and we have one in the living room. We have one in the basement. I love these things. Yeah. yeah. And I say something, and I had turned off the one in the bedroom, and the one in the living room picked it up and started talking to me. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I didn't say that loud, and it's in the other room, and That's it's got creepy. that kind of recognition. <clears throat> so my idea was why not start a conspiracy theory that at night when you're asleep, they can tell when you're asleep. Hell, my Fitbit will tell me the moment I fall asleep. Yeah. So, and well, if shit, it's, it just has to hear you snore. <laughs> yeah, that's For true, too. Sake. And if it's hooked to my phone, which my phone is hooked to Alexa, then they can say, well, shit, the guy's sleeping. Start the ads. And they, I thought the subliminal messages they could send to you while you're sleeping would be a great conspiracy theory. But the reality is it's real. Yeah. I mean, since I started I using Alexa, I've been drinking a lot more beer. So I think Alexa's being like, drink more beer. So they've talked it's about. It's like a hypnotic type thing when you're sleeping. Right. Right. Buy from us. I mean, the guy is launching rockets down in Pensacola off of a boat that he bought. I mean, a huge boat. Who's this? Amazon. Oh, Jeff. Uh, Bezos or Bezos. Yeah, Bezos. Yeah, the guy see. donated $100 million to charity, mm-hmm. but he has $100 billion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me having 100 bucks and giving somebody a dime. You know, but anyway, wow. I don't want to hate on that. But so here's the thing. So the question is, is how can they use it in the U.S.? Well, first of all, it's not regulated, and that's the beauty of these podcasts. These podcasts aren't regulated. I can say anything I want, but they're being used in some situations by police. So if you pull somebody over, they don't have ID. If you watch Life PD, you see mm-hmm. that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they can use this face recognition software to see exactly who you are. Oh. Concerts. So this whole 10-year program, or that 10-year posting your pictures on Facebook, they're they're just capturing us. Actually, you know what? I, somebody posted a meme about that, and I said, eh, don't worry about that. Most people take enough selfies throughout the year. <laughs> the government clearly knows who yeah. you are at all times. I mean, I look a little bit different from my filters. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. We got people that will listen to this show and will seriously consider this because if your phone is on you at all times, you technically have a camera on you at all times. And they can monitor what you're saying and all of those types of things. So now here's the scariest part in what Jim Jeffries, that that little segment showed, is it's only 95% accurate. Now that sounds pretty close <laughs> until you're one of the 5%. It becomes that Tom Cruise movie where you get arrested right. for committing a murder that you didn't commit before it happened. And so that's the wildest part about this is in a world where we have, I believe it's four, no, we're up to almost 7 billion people in this world. And at 5%, you're talking tens of millions of people that could be falsely recognized by this software. Well, that happens in our court systems anyways, but anywho. Right. Well, you know what? That would be, I mean, that's where it would, they're going to be like, oh, sorry, your social score went down. You were committing a crime that you didn't even do. Oh, it's wild. It's wild. Imagine the litigation that's going to come with this. Well, can you imagine you go through a bad breakup or a bad divorce? Or you have a parent that you coach kids in sports and they don't like you because you're not playing their kid enough and they can go out and basically ruin your social credit score. Mm-hmm. That's what's wild that's, about this. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. That, this has all kinds of just wild implications. <laughs> I mean, You know what? It's scary, but if you're going to calm down. I suggest a couple beers, maybe two, two beers. Just you, after two. And maybe some CBD. There we go. <laughs> Two beers and some CBD is a great cocktail for chill. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? If you get a chance, if you're interested about it, just look it up. Social credit score, it's going live 100% in China in 2020. So we're talking six weeks. Sounds so like th- Montana real estate's getting ready to go up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And you wonder why the guy sent bombs in the mail, <laughs> all the Unabomber feller, because I'm telling you, if if you want an idea of this stuff, if it will really work or not, all you have to do is remember the fact that if you do one search in a search engine and all of a sudden this stuff starts popping up, then it works. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you may get arrested one day because your identical twin 
committed a crime, but they think it was you. Doppelgangers. Doppelgangers. All right, here Improv. we go. So here's our second story for the week, and this one comes to us. This this one's exciting for me because this is something that we've all experienced in life, especially if you have siblings. Yes. All right. So here you go. So this one comes to us from the LAD Bible, and it says siblings arrested over fighting over who got to ride shotgun. <laughs> uh, there's rules to shotgun, you yes. know. Police have arrested a pair of siblings who are fighting with one another over who got to ride shotgun in the car. It isn't the first argument that shotgun privilege has caused, and it certainly won't be the last. However, it might be just the most explosive. What happened? Explosive? (laughs) Well, I mean, they got arrested. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, are they blowing shit up now? (laughs) Hey, if you want to ride in the front... You might have to blow some shit up. Like, they were taking shotgun to, like, the extreme. Yeah. What car is this? Oh well, the, the pair are from a town called Olipont, Pennsylvania, and now they face charges of simple assault and resisting arrest after the bizarre events over the weekend. So let's get to the bottom of it. There was a 27-year-old named Brett who was picking up his 20-year-old sister, Brianna, from work. However, the younger sister allegedly kicked off about Brett's girlfriend sitting in the front of the car. <laughs> All right, so Brett, his lady friend, his main squeeze, is riding shotgun, and Brianna wasn't having it. She's like, bitch, get in the back. Right. It escalated into a full scrap, and some workers (laughs) setting up the town Christmas tree (laughs) spotted the distress. Brett's girlfriend, who, as a victim, is anonymous. She was getting beat up by Brianna over the front seat. seat. That's when they called the cops. Now, the police chief, James DeVoe, was was called to the scene, and he told the news outlet, WNEP, they called me and said, there's a girl they're keeping hostage in the car, and she's yelling for help. (laughs) When the officer arrived, the car sped off, and the chase ensued. Chase? Chase? Yes, this is the greatest story ever. He said, uh, DeVoe continued, traffic was packed, they were driving like animals. Stuff you could have flipped a coin over, and now we have people who could have gotten killed. I don't know why I'm laughing at that sentence, <laughs> but it's fine. I find it hilarious. It carried on after the chase ended. Despite cooperating to start with, Brett became aggressive once the chief put down his weapon. DeVoe explained, I got him calmed down for a second. I told him, get up against the car. But as soon as he saw me put my weapon down, he attacked me again. What? So I picked him up and threw him into the grass. Then out of nowhere... Impiled his sister. So you know what this shows? You, <laughs> I may not talk nice to you, but if you mess with my family, you're going to get me too. Right? right? Yeah. She attacked DeVoe, but was de- detained as well once backup arrived. As for the girlfriend, she clearly ran away from that family. I would you hope, think? right? I hope. She filed for Red a... Red re- flag. <laughs> she filed for a restraining order against both of the siblings, <laughs> as well as the other members of the Brzezinski family. She should have checked their please social credit scores. My, please don't hit up my siblings. At the Brzezinski's? <laughs> you know, this reminds me of the old Doyles. <laughs> right? <laughs> or the old, old Doyle rules. Old Doyle rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And I love it. It's the... kind of like you can beat up your own sibling, but if somebody else tries to beat up your sibling, you're going to like defend them to the end. That's right. And I love the fact that the town Christmas tree you know, getting You're put right. up was, was stopped. It made me feel all hallmarky. <laughs> what about the chase? I mean, the it chase. was the guy from the city that came into the <clears> town <throat> to help save Christmas and was putting up the town Christmas tree oh, that caught it all. I just, this is just brilliant. <laughs> this is, won't let me have the first This may be the, run, run. we've done this show now for 18 months. Now we've only been doing these news stories for let's say a year. This may be my favorite news story ever. <laughs> because you can picture you and your sister doing that. Not like that, though. Well, not that extreme, but I would no. never attack a police officer and, and go into a chase. You chase push people out of the way for a shotgun. I have pushed people out of the way, and it's almost been an altercation just for shotgun. But not a police chase. Not a police chase. Did it <laughs> happen to say what state this uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Right? It wasn't Florida this time. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Gibbler, because our third and final story this week is from the state of Oranges, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and this one comes to us from Port St. Lucie. Did I say porn? I think so. <laughs> Port St. Lucie. Porn porn. Lanes. Right. What's this one about? All right. So this one comes to us from Port... <laughs> 
Now you got porn on the brain. Right, I can't help Foul it. Chicka, wah, wah. I can't help it. Every week there should be a porn story in our news. All right. New segment. So this one comes to us from the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. This was a good one, too. Comes to us. It comes. No, nothing like that. The story is given to us by Boldy.com, and it's written by Ellie Kildare. So I want to give Ellie all the credit here. Now, here's what the story says. Nothing is better than driving. I love how she sets... You know, like the scene. Kind of like what we try to do with our history. But is she, she trying to be like Nicholas Sparks here real quick? I don't even know who that is. Okay, never mind. All right. So here's what she says. She says, nothing is better than driving down the open road, windows down, wind blowing through your hair, and bringing crack into your car. Say, huh? Say, what? So what happened? <laughs> something, right. Something sounds funny here, right? Butt crack or <laughs> like? Yeah, we got to be more descriptive. Yeah. So crack. Joseph Zach, you never trust a man with two first names. Joseph Zach, who's from Port St. Lucie, Florida, thinks that was a totally legit explanation for the drugs found in his vehicle when he was stopped by the police. Oh, shit. That the wind blew them in oh, to his car. Oh, of course did. Of course. <laughs> he, was, he was pulled over for failing to stop at a sign, and before he stopped, the police knew something was up. According to the arrest report obtained by the smoking gun, Zach was seen making furtive movements and attempting to discard an item out the passenger window. He was also described as confrontational with bloody shot, glassy eyes. He may have been doing one of our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> now, unsurprisingly, Mr. Joseph was arrested here. He was given that the police saw an open beer can in his car. He was immediately cuffed, and police asked for permission to search the vehicle. Not long after, they found Zach's crack pipe in a plastic bag. As the affidavit reads, due to the open container violation, he was removed from the sedan and detained in handcuffs for our safety. Zach gave his consent to search the vehicle. A search of his vehicle revealed a glass round cylinder commonly used for smoking crack in the center console. A clear baggie was also located in the rear seat with a whitish residue, which tested positive for crack cocaine. Now, this is where the story becomes really fun, and this is why we get to talk about it on our show. Zach claimed that the pipe and the bag weren't his, that they were only in the car because either the police or the wind placed them there. The police or the wind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either or. <laughs> police, or excuse me, witnesses reported seeing Zach in the parking lot of a local hotel drinking and waving around a bag <laughs> containing a white substance. He was so happy he had crack, he was letting everybody know. <laughs> Did you see the stuff that just flew into my car? <laughs> he was arrested and released on bond after being charged with possession of paraphernalia and is due back in court for arraignment next month. Now, I must say that this is all alleged charges. Alleged Because I don't want to get arrested, and I did attend Ball State University and major in broadcasting, and it was one of the things I learned in my FCC class, is that these people are all alleged. No, it, You are innocent until proven e uh, guilty. Correct. Now, I'm pulling for you, Mr. Zach, but I'm pretty sure those things didn't fly in through the wind. No. 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 Nope. I don't know if there's I'm, any I'm court audio no. on this. Right, that would be great. That would be great, wouldn't you it? Know, I want to hear him say that in the open court. We read a lot <laughs> it of... It blew in. <laughs> Judge, your honor, it blew in. <laughs> we read a lot of these stories, and they always say the court date's coming up. And I wish, if we ever get rich from this show, I want to take the A to B history wagon and drive it all over the country and go to these court dates. I just I just picture him going, so sir, there I was. <laughs> Down, All good stories start with, and there I was. Right. Down by the creek. Down by the creek. <laughs> Down by the creek. Mind my own business. <laughs> and it was windy that day. It was Huge so winds. windy. There was crack 40 everywhere. mile per hour winds. <laughs> the gusts were unbelievable. Right. It was raining cats and dogs, and there was crack everywhere flying through the air. <laughs> Those damn cats. <laughs> they were dropping it. It was the cat. Oh. Well... You know, it has been an absolute pleasure, Jeremy, having you back on the show. No, the pleasure's all on my on this end, buddy. Yeah, it probably is. No, it is. Just I, you have no idea how, like how I totally was pumped for this show. I mean, I looked at back at my calendar a couple times, made sure I didn't miss it. No, it's it's all our pleasure. And now, as we've talked about multiple times on this show and then previous shows where Santa Claus was already arrested. I believe it was in St. Louis for drinking, <laughs> that the holiday season's coming up and you are a small business owner. And you have lots of things that you can offer. Go ahead and tell us about where people can find your store 
and not only yours but your wife's as well, mm-hmm. which is in the same store, I believe. Yes. And then what types of products that they can find and what times and what hours and that sort of thing. It's a very diverse little store. It's over on 2201 National Road West. Uh, Kelly's Boutique is the main the main store there, and that's my wife's boutique. Um, and we also have Spirit Wear, which is local team apparel. Um, we also have Route 40 Home and Wellness, which is kind of focused on topical pain with a, uh, our product pain be gone we also do uh, candles and melts as well so. awesome buddy a little now, bit of everything over it, there. And we I'll do s- have a melt going on in here and it's phenomenal it's tobacco vanilla tobacco vanilla yeah and it's it's great because it's i mean you you hear tobacco and you're going oh yeah no but no it, it's almost like a fresh vanilla cigar but like it a is. fresh it's, a it's very fresh kind of floral yeah 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 Fresh is the word. Fresh. Fresh. All right. So fresh. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Now, here, before we wrap up, I, we got to make sure we do a couple more things. After Two Beers presents our first annual Misfit Toys Pub Crawl on Friday, December 13th, starting at 8 p.m., Donations will be collected at all the stops. All the donations will benefit the Second Chance Animal Rescue, which is very near and dear to all of our hearts. We love animals on the show. The first stop is at the Sheridan Pub, which is a sponsor of our evening activities, which we do once a month. And we have confirmed that we will do those again in 2020. And they also are home of the world-famous... Crowdballs! Yes. The second stop is New Boswell from 9 to 9.45 then we'll be at the third stop, which is Roscoe's Coffee Bar and Tap Room. And then finally, we ended up with After Two Beers' very first sponsor, Smiley's Pub. And they're going to have some drink specials that night. A Naughty Elf, which I don't even know what the hell that is, but it sounds good. Hey, it's, I'm going to go with green. It's probably going to be green, right? It's specific for our event, so it's one night only. Wow. Fantastic. That means you guys have to come out and visit right. us. And Join a, us. And there's a second drink, which is the Peppermint Patty Martini. Ooh. For five fifty. So anyway, make sure you do those. And we talked about the Sheridan Pub, who are also our sponsors. And again, thank you very much to Mr. Keen. Thank you. It's been so much fun. It has. I'm, I'm loving this show. It's awesome. Thank you, buddy. Make sure you visit Patreon oh, and yeah. sign up. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you, AJ, for the Ryan Geist review and all you do to help put the show together. Gibbler, as always, couldn't do it without you. And Gibbler... I guess we'll talk to them all next week. After two beers.